An entitled Karen moves into my apartment complex and claims to own the whole building. She even threatened to evict anybody who disobeyed her rules. And I am completely shocked with how entitled and absolutely stupid this entitled Karen truly was. Here's what happened. So I live in an apartment complex with six units in my building. And a month ago, the unit above mine went up for sale and sold fairly quickly. And the new owner moved in less than a week ago. And this new owner was the entitled Karen mentioned in the title. And let me just tell you, this is literally the worst way anybody I've ever met has ever made a first impression. This morning, I got up and I went to take the garbage out of my house and I found a note stuck to my door. I honestly thought it was some kind of note where this lady was introducing herself to her neighbors in her building. But boy, could I not have been more wrong. This is what that note had to say. Dear tenant, I recently bought your building and wish to introduce myself. And I think you will find I'm a fair landlord. However, I do have rules. For one, everyone is to be in their units by 9pm. If you're going to be out past that, I suggest you find accommodations elsewhere. Also, no pets allowed. If you have any, they must be relocated before I do an inspection, or I will call the ranger to have them removed. This is your only warning. I will also conduct an inspection once a month, and you will be present to answer any questions or face eviction. And if you don't pay your rent on time, you will also be evicted. If we all follow these rules, I'm sure we'll get along. Much regards. And at that point, I honestly could not believe what I just read. As a fun fact about my building, we all own our own units. Nobody actually owns the whole building. I won't lie. I got to her second list talking about pets, and I had a slight panic attack. Because I have cats, and there's no way I was giving them away. Before I remembered that we bought our unit just before Christmas. We rented it from a friend prior, and when she told me she was thinking about selling it, we ended up buying it, and didn't even have to move, so it was kind of wonderful. So in some ways, it still feels great renting, but we actually own our unit, thankfully. Now, I'm not great at confronting someone. I tend to shake a lot, but at that moment, I was quite angry. So I went upstairs, and I knocked on this entitled Karen's door. You know that gut feeling you have when you know something's off? Well, this time, mine was spot on. That door opened, and there stood the entitled Karen. Her hair was blonder than my own, and her nails were long and bright. She didn't look happy to see me there, either. I introduced myself and explained that I lived downstairs and that I wanted to talk to her about the note. She started to talk over top of me, explaining that her letter was basic rules and even a child could understand it. And if I didn't like her rules, I could hand in a letter to vacate. And I was honestly just gobsmacked when she said that. And I could not believe that someone could act this entitled about a unit that they didn't even own. And just when I thought things couldn't get any worse, this lady proved me wrong. I told her that I actually own my unit. She did not buy it or the rest of the building but only her own unit and I kindly explained that she could not enforce anything on her note and when I said that this entitled Karen did not like that at all she started yelling at me saying that yes she had indeed bought the whole building and that failure to comply with her rules would mean I would be evicted I was just starting to think maybe I was wrong when another neighbor opened his door he came out and asked what the issue was about and requested that this entitled Karen stop screaming because he worked at nights and he was trying to sleep. I told him I was trying to explain that she hadn't bought the whole building and she just started yelling again. My neighbor told her to stop and then said the best thing I've heard all day. He looks at her straight in the eyes and said, lady, are you stupid? And at this point, the entitled Karen's jaw dropped as he explained to her how wrong she was and that he was in fact a part of the HOA committee, which is a governing body that oversees the building and that she has no right to make rules for everybody 
anybody else. She gave us dirty looks before slamming the door right in our face. After that incident, I thanked him profusely for taking care of this. He said in the entire time that he has lived there, he hadn't seen someone so entitled. And you know what? I think I believe him. How absolutely disgusting do you have to be? Not only to move in and leave a bad first impression, but to honestly think you're going to be able to enforce any kind of rules over other people. You've got to be a special kind of stupid to think you could get away with that. But thankfully, the HOA committee member put this lady in her place. And hopefully, this entitled Karen learned her lesson that she can't just boss people around and pretend like she owns the building. An angry, entitled customer starts throwing things at me. And I honestly could not be more stunned. So I work as a cashier at one of those clothing stores that also have some other stuff in it. And one day, a while back, there was a long line of customers. And the computer systems we were using could not have picked a worse time to go bad. I'm talking no credit or debit cards were scanning, receipts wouldn't print, the loyalty program would not look anything up, everything was just going wrong all at once. Now this store doesn't have a lot of people. They usually only put one cashier up front and call back up only when there's a long line. After a while of waiting and retrying things over and over again, I finally got the computer to work properly and continue checking out customers. By this point, I had called for backup twice and gotten no response. When I get to one customer, she tries to pay with Apple Pay. And then, of course, I have to tell her that we don't do that. She then has to go back into her car just to get her credit card. And since I'm not trained to not allow that from a customer, I just say yes. All while this is happening, I called for backup three more times, and I still got no response. At this point, I'm just standing there, looking at the extremely long line of customers. I figured that discarding the woman's transaction would be wasteful, so I just waited until she got back. Or at least until backup would finally show up. At this point, she is taking a very, very long time to grab her card. And all the while, the next customer in line is getting incredibly upset and asks me if we're still waiting for the woman to come back with her card. When I say yes, she gets furious and throws whatever garbage she was trying to purchase at me and leaves the store. Thankfully, we do still have COVID barriers that protected me, but I was still shocked as nothing similar had ever happened to me ever before. Finally, backup and the woman arrive, and we can finally get to clearing out this long line of customers again. One lady did end up telling me that I was doing a good job and that I shouldn't let this get to me and that they better be paying me good to get treated like this. Another man joked with me about how crazy this woman was and we had a good laugh about it overall. But hopefully that lady never comes back into our store again because I honestly don't want anyone throwing things at me like that ever again. How terrible of a person do you have to be to start throwing things at a cashier all because you're tired of waiting in line? The level of entitlement there is just absolutely crazy and it's just not fair for the cashier. The original poster goes on to say that no, they don't get paid that much as it is, but they're okay with it and that's just the way it is at the moment. And I guess that's the best attitude to have. At least above anything else, you were able to at least have a good laugh about this because I know if I was in that situation, I would probably be very frustrated and incredibly offended that someone would actually throw something at me while I'm doing my job. But you handled it like a champ and hopefully that lady never comes back in because working as a cashier sucks enough as it is. And having a customer come in just to throw things at you when they're frustrated is not going to help anybody out. My best friend has been cheating on his wife for years. And after I found out, I told him to never contact me again. Now, friends or family are trying to convince me to smooth things over. And I honestly don't know what to do. This situation is pretty fresh in my life. And I'm honestly quite angry. My best friend, we'll call him John, that's not his real name, has been friends with me for about 15 years. We became friends in school and have been like brothers ever since. A few years ago, John got married to his wife, Jane. That's not her 
her real name either. Unfortunately, Jane and I never really got along. Our viewpoints were radically different, and she said and did a lot of things that I found to be distasteful. She struck me as a huge snob and looked down on a lot of people I consider to be good friends for no reason other than the fact that they were not very rich or didn't get higher education or they didn't get a respectable degree in her mind. Because of this, I didn't try to get very close to her or become better friends. I treated her cordially. I made small talk when needed, but that was honestly it. Privately, I did not expect the marriage to last. I figured John would come to his senses and get a divorce or something. Two days ago, Jane turned up at my doorstep crying. She showed me a bunch of text messages as well as screenshots and other material from John's phone, proving pretty conclusively that he cheated on her and has been cheating on her for a very long time, nearly as long as they've been married. I did not expect this, given that I dislike her a lot. She knows I dislike her. Our friends and family know I dislike her. I've been rather rude to her on a number of occasions, some of which were deserved, others not so much. The worst part of this is that John was one of my closest buddies, and he sat with me when I got cheated on by my ex. He knows how damaging this is, as well as how hurtful this can be for the other party, and he went ahead and cheated anyways. With text messages in hand, I confronted him and asked if any of this was true. He admitted that it was, which is when I told him to never get back in touch with me ever again. I dropped Jane off at her parents' house and told her to sort this out from her side, and I went home. I called my fiancé and explained the whole situation to her. Thankfully, she agrees with me. However, while I was doing this, I learned that John had confessed all of this to several family members and mutual friends, and now they're trying to convince me that such a long friendship is not worth throwing away for someone I dislike. Some of them are even saying things like, I cannot expect other people to live up to my moral standards, which is just driving me nuts. Yes, I cannot expect people to not cheat, but I can very well kick them out of my life if they show such lack of integrity. My mother raised an important point, though. We've been close friends for so long that our friend circles and even family friendships are more or less completely mixed. When this gets worse, and it will, it will result in lines being drawn on all sides and will undoubtedly result in a lot of good friendships between our families imploding. So now I'm wondering if I should smooth things over or if I am justified by cutting him out of my life. What should I do? I think, honestly, your family needs to mind their own business. This guy threw away his marriage just so he could cheat on his wife. And sure, you didn't like his wife, but there are better ways to get out of that relationship than to go behind their back and cheat. If he was so unhappy, then John should have broken up with Jane a long time ago and gotten a divorce. This is not fair for her in the slightest, no matter how much of a snob she truly was. This is absolutely, in my mind, a betrayal of trust, and I don't blame you for cutting him off. And at this point, imagine how awkward it's going to be, even letting this guy back in your life in the slightest. It's never going to be the same ever again. He will never be the best friend you once knew, because he crossed a line that you really can't come back from without some hurt feelings and a lot of tears. And you know what? In my opinion, once a cheater, always a cheater. And this guy made a very serious choice to go behind his wife's back just to cheat on her. And that, in my opinion, is completely unacceptable. So I say stick to your values and keep him out of your life. Because it sounds like these people don't actually care that this guy cheated, but rather they just want to keep the peace for their own personal benefit. My boyfriend has been spending some quality time with his ex-girlfriend behind my back, and I just now found out, and I honestly don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I got together around five months ago. Up to this point in our relationship, we have had no major arguments, and any small disagreements that we have ever had has always been over his ex-girlfriend. When we first started dating, I noticed that they still had pictures of each other up on their social medias, which I did mention to him, but I kind of just let it go. 
as he said they ended on good terms and were still good friends. But I did notice through the months that he is still in almost daily contact with her. But he insisted that there was nothing going on. A few months ago, I caught her stalking my social media. She was liking my posts and leaving some comments, stuff like that. And honestly, this upsets me. I asked him to please take a step back from her or at least ask her to stop. He ended up meeting in person for which he had to drive three hours just to tell her that he didn't want to be friends with her after this. He then blocked her online. Recently, we went on a night out together and she was there. I had never met her before. She pulled me to the side and began crying, telling me how badly my boyfriend had treated her, how his brother had assaulted her, and how he had then broken up with her, but continues to sleep with her and lead her on. I didn't have much interest in this conversation, as I got the feeling that she was lying, and she was being quite manipulative, as he seemed like such a sweet guy. She then broke the news to me that absolutely devastated me, and stopped me straight in my tracks. She told me that they had been spending quality time together, if you know what I mean, all the way up until July of this year. For context, I started dating my boyfriend back in May, and he told me that they broke up in January. She also offered me a type of medication that would be a class A medication, and this was all in the middle of the pub that we were at, so I wasn't inclined to take her word for it. During the conversation, she was also making digs at me, saying things like, you should do your hair nicer or lose a few pounds, so you can look a little bit more like me. He really loved my look. However, I asked my boyfriend about it, and he admitted that it was true, but that I apparently had no right to be upset about it, as he said it was normal to still be spending quality time with an ex for the first part of a new relationship. This is honestly news to me, as we had established that we were exclusive, and he had reassured me and told me straight up that they were done months ago, but they've been doing this since May. And the worst part about it is that he doesn't see how serious of an issue this is for me. He also agreed with what this lady had to say, that it would be nice if I tried to look a little bit nicer. How can I get through to him about this and try and convince him that no, this is not okay? What should I do? I don't think it could possibly be more obvious that you need to dump this guy. This guy is an absolute piece of garbage. He literally cheated on you, and your boyfriend needs to become your ex-boyfriend, like right now. The original poster unfortunately does not see it that way, because they went on to say that he did say sorry and that he still loves her, and that she thought that this was a normal part of a first relationship, and that is just absolute garbage, because that is absolutely not normal behavior, and I bet you that he's still sneaking behind your back just to get with his ex-girlfriend, and this is probably some coordinated effort on their end just to hide this from you. I guarantee you that he's still doing this, and if I was in your shoes, I would have broken this off a long time ago, so have some self-respect for yourself, take a deep breath, and let him know that he is out of your life, because the way he's acting is absolutely not normal, and you should not ever have to put up with that. My in-laws help take care of our child while we're at work, but they are slowly becoming unbearable, and I honestly don't know what to do. My in-laws are amazingly supportive people. They are retired, and my wife and I both work busy jobs, and they have stepped in to care for our child five days a week. Our kid is just a little bit over one years old. Every morning, they drive 30 to 40 minutes to our house, watch our child, do our chores, and sometimes cook dinner for us. Mind you, this is not a permanent solution. We moved here in June and have been on daycare waiting lists, which say they won't have openings until early to late next year. There has been one daycare that had open slots, but that made us immediately skeptical that they were just a poorly run facility. My wife and I were so lucky to have in-laws to help us in the interim, especially while we wait for a suitable spot to open up. But with that being said, my mother-in-law is starting to break us down. She's neurotic, she has obsessive compulsive disorder, and she is a narcissist. She is constantly cleaning, vacuuming every day, and she 
does our laundry every day as well. I've all but given up on grocery shopping because every morning they show up with food for the day and they just fill the fridge. I have been buying lunch every day because she only cooks exactly enough food for dinner and there are no leftovers. Mealtimes are stressful because by the time my wife and I get home, she already has dinner cooked and it's been sitting lukewarm on the countertop or in a warm oven for over an hour. We sit, we eat, and 10 minutes later after sitting, my mother-in-law is back up cleaning dishes and clearing the table. In addition, she freaks out every time our daughter coughs, gags, or puts something too big in her mouth. It's distracting to our daughter, who is doing so well and is learning so fast how to eat normal food. I really just want to sit and enjoy my family, but nope. Here comes my mother-in-law with a wet, dirty rag asking me to lift my plate up so she can clean under it. Dinner time sucks, but it's all being done for us, so how could we possibly complain? I love to cook and would have loved nothing more than to cook last night for my birthday, but my mother-in-law says that when I cook after work, we eat too late, and then they don't get home in time to watch their favorite television shows. So instead, my birthday meal was dry pork chops, a microwave potato, and a can of green beans. Oh, and she added tomato salad in, despite the fact that I hate tomatoes. Our daughter adores her grandparents. I've given up dressing her in the morning because I've realized that my mother-in-law changes her out of whatever I put on her as soon as I leave. I even stopped buying food for her because they just let it rot in the fridge and insist on feeding her food that they bought. We had to fight my in-laws tooth and nail just to get them to let her nap in the crib and not on top of them every day because it was making us miserable every night when our daughter refused to sleep in her crib. We finally won that battle two weeks ago and honestly everything's a battle. She always wants to assert that her way is better and this is what she did 30 years ago with my wife. I butt heads with my mother-in-law constantly. Every time I get home she's got a laundry list of things that she cleaned or that she fixed or things that I did wrong. She finished picking up the fallen twigs in the front yard because it made the house look bad. She was giddy when my father-in-law figured out our dryer and what was wrong with it. She is constantly micromanaging. Whether it's the food in our fridge or the way we keep our home, she's constantly doing stuff that we just don't appreciate. I don't know where I went wrong. I've been with my wife for 13 years. I used to get along great with her mother. Then I noticed a drop in the facade. She doesn't speak to any of her siblings. My wife has cousins she's never met because my mother-in-law doesn't get along with their parents. She's rude to service staff. She was rude to my dad's staff when she went to his business. We as a family have done a lot of grieving over the past year and her consoling words were nothing more than you gotta get over it eventually. To top it all off, she's now starting to express some highly prejudiced ideologies in our house. For context, my wife is an OBGYN physician who provides gender affirming care and it's extremely frustrating for her to hear these things coming from this lady. My wife is having a tough time adjusting to a new job here and I am in the same boat. On top of all of that, she feels like she's being treated like a 14 year old again all while in our new home. We are capable of doing laundry or vacuuming or doing yard work or basic repairs. We don't need to hear every night how hard you've worked just to keep up the house due to our apparent shortcomings. We feel like we have no control and when we get upset, the response is always, I'm sorry you feel that way. Or she tries to excuse it by saying something like, this is just the way I am and there's nothing I can do to change it. In contrast, my father-in-law is an absolute saint who adores his granddaughter and whose eyes are probably going to eventually fall out with how much he rolls them at his wife. He's just super quiet and doesn't get involved. We've decided that it's not worth fighting over and that we just need to grit our teeth and deal with my mother-in-law until we can get into daycare. That said, every week is a test of our 
patience, and I don't know how long we can keep it up for. I don't know what else to do, because this is hardly a solution that isn't going to eventually result in a blowout. We have been heavily debating sending our daughter to a subpar daycare, but we know that this could cause an absolute meltdown. What should I do? The first thought that came to my mind is why don't you drive your baby to their house in the morning and then pick the kid up after work? The mother-in-law and the father-in-law can still watch the baby, but they won't have to be in your house and up in your business. This could literally solve all of your problems. And you know what? If they get upset over that, then okay, get upset. They are clearly overstepping their boundaries in your house. The mother-in-law is making some really prejudiced remarks that you don't want to hear in your house. And I honestly don't blame you for not wanting to deal with that. So if I was in your shoes, I would absolutely take that step. I would say, hey, we're going to mix it up and we'll happily bring our child over to your house instead of you coming over here. And then if they ask why, you can just blatantly explain that you need some space and that they're overstepping their boundaries. I know it seems like you have to walk on eggshells, but that's just the mother-in-law acting very entitled and she's trying to manipulate the situation. So in my opinion, it's time to put your foot down. You don't have to deal with this and honestly, you'll feel a lot better with those people out of your house. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.